What's up, what's up, what's up, my friends? Welcome. Get ready. Grab a snack and a bevy. It's time for you and I to have a chit-chat. Straight up facts. Tell it like it is. Laugh till you pee your pants. Cry, because you probably needed to. And I can't promise, and I'm not going to throw any F-bombs, but I can promise you'll feel a lot better after listening. It's time to get personal. One-on-one, down and dirty, and have a coffee talk. Buckle up. Let's go. Hey, 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 everyone. It's Denise here. Welcome to another edition of Coffee Talk, a little offshoot of Finding Calm in the Chaos. Okay, so I'm going to let you guys know straight out. Um, uh, I'm having a rough ass day, which is why I am recording this today, because I need to like get it off my fucking chest. Um, So number one, if you are a mom who literally just can't, sometimes will just stand there and wonder fucking why, why, this is the episode for you. If you're that mom who is literally at one point in your children's lives have referred to them as assholes, yeah, this episode's for you. But uh, if you're that mom who's even thought, my kids are assholes, you probably listen to this episode too. But if you're that mom whose angelic little babies do nothing wrong, and I don't know what's going on, there must be something wrong with me. Number one, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, your kids are assholes. Or they're being assholes today, you know? Usually they're angelic, you know, 87% of the time. Maybe not. Um, I would give Peter like a 92%. 92% angelic and uh, 8% complete asshole. Uh, So if you're that mom, you probably should listen, but you're probably going to cringe through this whole episode because it's about how my kid is an asshole. And also um, my husband. So Mr. Sith can literally maybe learn something when he edits this episode because <laughs> it's coming in hot. Um, okay, number one, I'm just obviously, for those of you who are just like listening for the first time or whatnot, a um, little catch up. I homeschool. We're going to talk about that again today as well. Um, I homeschool and I usually lay out, I have a lesson plan that's done a month at a he- month at a time so that I know where our progress is. Um, I used, I did an, uh, like a full lesson plan, but then I realized that if we wanted to spend more time on something or we moved ahead faster on something, um, I fucked up my whole lesson plan. So that kind of bothered me. So now I only do one uh, month at a time. And that works well for me and for Pete. And so we go with it. Lately, he has decided that he is going to fucking just do whatever he's going to do, which isn't flying in my house at any in any way, shape or form. Uh, like at all. So I don't understand what it is, but I kind of understand, or at least I have an inkling of what it is. 
So when I want time to myself, the only time I can get to myself is if I literally fucking escape. Cause it's not even if I take a crap because I got a dog in there fighting with another dog and my fucking kid telling me a story. Half the time, Mr. Sit the fucking stand there and be like, Hey, did you hear this thing about like when I was at work and I'm literally looking at everybody like, can I please take a shit in peace? Like, I don't understand why everybody gets alone time, but moms don't get alone time. It's like our fucking time belongs to everybody. And this is why we're so fucking high strung. And why I've talked about in the past is that we're, moms are, are, are primary caregivers. Okay, If you're a dad and you're like doing dual roles and acting a majority of whatever the primary caregiver to the home is, this applies to you too, Okay. But if you're, I'm just going to say mom, because I'm the fucking primary caregiver and I'm a mom. So if moms are fucking overstimulated, we get, everybody calls her fucking name. Everybody needs something from us. Can I tell you, I can't even sit down. I can tell you, I can't even sit down and record this podcast. I know I'll, I know immediately I've already paused it at least once to let the fucking dog out. Like it's unbelievable. I can't have a cup. I can't have a beverage without doing something for somebody else. I can't take a shower without being interrupted by somebody else. I can't get dressed in the morning without somebody fucking needing to entertain in my room. I can't uh, sit on the couch for more than five minutes at a time. Sometimes I don't even get five minutes. I cannot have anybody just fucking bring me something. In fact, not only does it, it's like complete overstimulation. Someone's either calling me or I got shit to do and, and it's like nothing's happening. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired of it. And I'm trying to grab a rein on this while I can, because we're going to fucking Europe in 38 days. Well, it's 38 days today, less than 40 for y'all listening to, on Saturday when this drops. Um, but how, like, I'm like, this is fucking insane now. It's insane. I'm planning a European trip. I got Mr. Sith going all fucking willy-dilly on the fucking, uh, you know, bills and shit. And it's like, um, how about I just control all of the fucking finances and you just put money in the bank? That's like going to be how this works going forward. Um, but like Peter's been pushing. She's, he's been fucking pushing boundaries. And I understand he may be near that age. He's going to be eight. And, um, I got news for him. I, I it's going to be a fucking rough ride for him because he's not. He can push all he wants. I'll throw punch a motherfucker before I give in. Like it's just a sort of, I'm not going to throw punch my kid. It's a fucking saying. Um, but like, yeah, that's not happening. And so, when if I want time to myself, I have to put him in front of a TV or YouTube for like an hour so I can have fucking time to myself. But I don't want him in front of you in YouTube for an hour because let me tell you what happens. Then he gets a YouTube brain and acts like a complete fucking wackadoodle for the next two days. This is legit serious. I've tested this theory. We uh, went and picked up a side of pork. When I say we, I did. I drove a bunch of fucking people who didn't do anything or slept. Well, they were supposed to keep me awake. Last podcast. Figure it out. Uh, I think it was the last week's coffee time. Um, but here's the deal. Like, why can't I ever have time to do shit? 
Like I am responsible for fucking everything. And it's really fucking getting on my nerves. And I'm trying to psych myself out about this vacay that I'm just going to be relaxed and I'm going to let it go. But here's the thing. Why do I always got to change myself? I know I can change myself, but nobody else makes any fucking effort. Or why can't anybody else make effort? I proposed to Mr. Sith that I wanted to write, and I already did. Uh, I, well, I'm going to like throw it in the fucking garbage because he's never going to bring it up to me. We, I said, wouldn't it be cool so that we can get along? Because we will fucking fight on this trip 100%. He'll get on my nerves. I will say that I'm pretty much going to have the first fucking meltdown on the plane to fucking Europe. I'm just, it, it's reality, folks. It's fucking reality. Um, because he's going to be on vacation the moment we get to the fucking airport. And I'm not going to be on vacation unless I schedule something for them, which I have, alone so I could be fucking alone. Then that is going to be my vacation time. But until then, I'm going to be in charge of everybody's passports. I'm going to be in charge of the money. I'm going to be in charge of the fucking credit cards. I'm going to be in charge of uh, probably the keys to get in places or the codes and, you know, what we're doing and where we're going and train schedules and all that willy fucking nilly. While Mr. Sith is all, it's so funny, yeah. And, um, you know, Peter's going to be like, yay, yay. And I'm just going to be like, you know, with a fucking itinerary because I'm their tour guide. That's how it is with moms. We fucking plan everything and overstimulate it. So, like, when do we get a vacation? And I feel like I'm, like, really fucking putting my foot down hard on this. So I proposed to Mr. Sith. Sorry, I'm angry today. Um, I'm hangry. Um, actually, I'm not hungry at all. But I'm going to have a sip of my uh, coffee. My, I made one of those Dalgona coffees. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's whipped coffee. Oh, so good. And uh, I just add my cocoa cash, my coconut cashew milk I make at home. Um, so Mr. Seth, um, I proposed to him that, like, we go... And become actors. We act how the other would like us to, their spouse to be on a vacation. It's like a great role play and an appreciation, I feel. Like, give me a list of what you want me to do. I'm, I'm sure number one is stop bitching about everything. I could do that if you fucking, if you listen into my list, I'm all in. If you do anything on my list, probably three of the five things on my list, I'm going to be like fucking... Like I'm in a bed of roses. Um, he's completely ignored it. Like blown it off completely. He won't bring it up again unless I do. In fact, I did is like, well, to be fucking sarcastic and throw dicks at him. Because I've been aggravated the last week. Um, I said, hey, so I guess we're not doing that role play when we get to Europe. That we are ideally who we want our spouses to be on our vacation. So we can enjoy ourselves. You know, no bitching, no mowing. You're more tentative. Um, you're opening doors for me. You're like, you know, I'm always, I feel like in my relationship, I'm the mom, the husband, the wife, the maid, the chef. Like I'm everything. The, the accountant. Uh, I feel sometimes I'm the fucking landscaper. It's just too much. I, it's too much. And I keep saying it's too much. And here's the thing. Like we need to get a little vocal on this. 
I feel like as primary caretakers that we need to be the people who are like, I'm like, Hey, look at me. I'm fucking stressed out. Like I need a little help. And then everyone's just like, Oh, we'll just ignore her. She'll get over it. And then, um, and then I flip the fuck out. Like, how is this fair? It's a vicious circle of overstimulated bullshit. And, uh, I'm not letting it go. I am not letting it go. Uh, so Pete's been a jerk and I plan two hours of homeschool a day. And, uh, we do homeschool on Saturday and Sunday, but I flip it out to something different, like a craft or a tinkerbox or, um, you know, something like that. And a uh, million bucks, the dog starts barking cause he walked to the front window. Um, so I'm like, okay, like, what are we going to do here? Like, you know, I just try to make sure that his brain is always in this learning mode. I want him to have fun learning. I want him to enjoy learning. I did, you know? And so two hours I do, we can usually start at nine, be done by 10, 30, 11 o'clock. That's how it used to roll until this last month. Now I'm talking, we start maybe 930, 945 because he's dragging his ass on. Uh, am I the only one with a kid who it takes him like an hour to fucking eat? I don't get it myself. Maybe he's prepping himself for Europe. I don't know, but it annoys the hell out of me because I cannot stand cold food or like lukewarm food. If my food is supposed to be served hot, that's how I want to eat it. I don't understand this lukewarm cold yeah, I don't do that. So that bothers me straight off the bat. But now he's stretching homeschool like 9.45 to lunchtime. And then we're going to have the slowest lunch known to fucking man. And then he's still got to wrap shit up. Because what was happening is, is I was quitting. I was like, you know what? I need to do shit. I like, we got to go. Like, I'll just, we'll do this tomorrow. And then the next day comes, but I have that lesson plan, plus the shit we're doing that we didn't do the day before, and maybe a quarter of what we can do the day before, the day before. And then I'm just, my whole lesson plan's up for grabs. So, no, here's the deal. It doesn't work that way in big box school. That's what we call it, okay? Brick and mortar school. It doesn't work in big box school. There you sit for eight fucking hours and maybe you get up and walk to another classroom. But you sit there and you may or may not get personalized instruction. Most likely not. You're not really fucking learning anything. Let's just be honest. Nowadays, the school system's completely jacked up. That's a whole nother podcast. And um, nobody's helping you. You're not getting one-on-one -on -one instruction. So, And you're basically just doing some boring ass shit that half the time isn't even how it really fucking happened anymore. I'm literally giving you one-on-one -on -one instruction and we're doing things that are going to help you and taking out all the bullshit. But you're going to drag this shit out? Like, are you kidding me right now? When he throws a meltdown and decides he can't add? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And his writing, listen, I have my kid write every day at six o'clock for 15 minutes in a fucking trace book. And he's going to continue to do that until he fucking writes the way I like it. Or the way I can read it. Because unless he's going to be a fucking doctor. And there are doctors who have better writing than my kid and my husband. Um, then that's how it's going to be. Period. Boom shakalak. And if that makes me a mean mom, that's whatever. But you know what? He's going to have to sign his fucking name and write shit. So people can legit understand what he's trying to communicate. And currently, yeah. I'm like, he'll be able to do something. It's not a B. 
well, I'm going to do it this way. Okay, you could do it however way you want, but it's not a fucking bee unless you do it this way. Just saying. Well, I don't like to do it that way. Okay, well, when you do it your way, it doesn't look like a bee. It looks like a fucking six. When you do it the way you're supposed to write a B, right? That's why there's letters that you do when you're a kid and it says one, write a line down from top to bottom and two, make a little backward C up against the line. That's D and a B. Just saying. Um, when he does it that way, lo and behold, he looks like a B or a D. Um, so I'm just like done. I'm over you telling me like what it's just I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. 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 Fucking. Fucking. Done. Anyway, so what I wanted to talk about was that I'm just not understanding why he feels like he needs to drag this on all day. And I'm not being a bitch or anything, but we're just going to literally, I will do this till fucking dinner time to get it done because I literally gave you less than two hours of lessons. You know what I'm saying? And we read all the time too. That's super important to me that he's a reader and uh, you only become a reader by reading and getting read too. And so we do that now. Uh, as far as picking up your fair share of shit, yesterday I didn't, I, I wasn't up to par. I've been having some really problems with my belly and I don't know if it's gluten. It's not gluten specifically. It's like anything is really, unless outside of vegetables and water, I'm really struggling with getting my belly not to be upset. So I think I need a reboot. I'm working on it. Um, I have lost some weight. Um, I haven't really talked about weight loss and stuff like that, but I have mentioned that I've gained a shit ton of weight. I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life. Um, I am the happiest though. I will tell you, like I bitch about all this stuff, but like in my life is super blessed. We have income coming in. We can get groceries. We have food. Our bills are paid. I, I, I we're going to Europe. You know what I mean? Um, we're fully blessed. We have two cars. We, you know, our dog can go to fucking daycare. We are blessed as people in our lives. I'm just talking about like individual stuff. It's okay. It's okay to feel, to be blessed, but at the same time, it's okay to not want to feel like a fucking doormat from your family, you know? And, um, I just feel like he, he, I don't get the shit with the, just pulling it out as long as you can. Like, let's, let's, Let's roll this lesson out to the longest it possibly can. Let's let's aggravate mom. And so here my belly was upset. I ate, it just upset my belly. And I, I told Mr. Sith, I said, listen, I'm like fully bloated. Like I need to just have water and I need to just lay down in bed and like read a book. And I was like listening to podcasts and stuff. And so I was like, okay, um, that's great. So Peter had parkour class and uh, yes, I had to get him into something active because he doesn't want to be a, a worldwide drummer anymore. But I'm like, dude, you can't just give up shit. Like every time it gets hard or you got to practice, simple as that. I'm like whatever. So um, he's stuck in gym now. This will be good because it'll get some activity out for him. And I think it'll help him as well. Just be a little more agile. He's not real flexible or agile like his dad. So got him in a parkour class. We were on a wait list and we were able to get in pretty quick. So I'm kind of happy about that. 
So he was in, he, Pete sweats like a pig. Okay. So he comes home and I'm like, how is parkour? And he's like, it was great. And he's like, I don't even feel that sweaty, but he's like, like his hair is like, it's not even that long, but it's cemented to his head. Cause he's so wet and clammy. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, before you go to bed, you got to take a bath. And I'm like, I swear to God, I looked right at my husband. He brought me my laundry, right? So he goes down and gets it out of the dryer because um, it's three flights for me. I mean, hello. Um, I appreciate that. And uh, he brings it up and then I, you know, hang and fold. And so I am I get up out of bed to do that. And um, he brings it to me and I'm like, so since he did, did come home from parkour today, uh, make sure that before he goes to bed, because um, Mr. Sith does bedtime and I do the morning. Simple as that. And um, he, I said, make sure he gets a bath or a shower. Whatever he wants. I don't really care. Um, so this morning I wake up and he comes in and he like stinks to high heaven. And I'm like, um, did you get a bath or shower last night? And he was like, no. I'm like, oh. He's like, but I don't stink. Uh, yeah, but you do. Just saying. Uh, but it's shit like that. Like why? Like what did you do? I'll tell you exactly what Mr. Sith did yesterday while I was trying to heal myself. He played, he did laundry, which I totally appreciate. Um, but what he did was, is he sat on the phone or on the PS5 and played games while Peter was playing games with him or on YouTube. And I know that because of his behavior today. And I can also, I bet my life that it was predominantly more than five hours of screen time because he's acting like a complete jackass today. And uh, that is a direct correlation to screams, to port a lot of scream time, right? So I'm like, whatever. I mean, when we went to pick up the pork, that's what I was saying the other is a tangent. Uh, totally forgot to finish that. When we did pick up the pork run, it was two and a half hour drive there and then two and a half hours back. So we're in the car for five hours. And I told him, I want you to rock up what you're watching. I don't watch you on YouTube, right? Because I got Wi-Fi in the car. I go, so you go ahead and do like hooked on phonics, hooked on math. You could do any of your learning games, um, but you cannot be on YouTube like the whole time. Okay, mama. Um, so he naturally was on YouTube the whole time and um, came home and the next day had gave himself a migraine. And I'm sure allergies are what triggered it, but um, just having all that screen time for that long, uninterrupted, except for like a lunch, a quick lunch, um, he gave himself a migraine. Like, see, duh, that's why you don't do that. It's completely unhealthy. Like you're, you're literally, your brain's rebelling against it, literally, like literally. So, um, I was bitching about that. So that's my homeschool nightmare lately has been just pain in my ass. Um, but I'm going to stick with it. He's not going to break me. Not going to break me. I told him you have, um, you get to watch a movie. He's watching Willy Wonka, the original one, not the Johnny Depp. I like Johnny Depp, but, and that book, that movie, the Depp Wonka is a lot closer to the book. Uh, but nobody does Willy Wonka like Gene Wilder, period. Um, so he's watching Gene Wilder, um, right now. And I, I said, I got to record my podcast. So like, turn it down. Don't be screaming. I don't want to come in here. No YouTube. You're just watching this movie period. And I think he knows not to fuck with me today. 
um, the dog too. Buster has been a pain in my like everlasting ass. He is like a monster puppy. Um, just imagine if you have a dog, like a regular dog, <laughs> Good preface it with that. You have like a regular dog and they're a puppy and they're like six and a half months old. They're like crazy. He's like in this rebelling. I'm just going to do weird shit that I didn't do before because I'm bored and I want to do stuff. Mom, um, attitude phase, uh, except he's 90 pounds plus probably now because we weighed him what last week. So he's probably been more now. Um, so like the other day I was like, and here's me with my OCD. I like pretty much know what everything he has sounds like when it's being chewed on. So I'm upstairs in bed and Mr. Sith is sitting at the end of the bed or like leaning on it. Cause our bed's like fucking eight feet off the ground. And uh, I got to take like a running roll onto it to get onto it. And I hear, I know he's laying at the bottom of the bed, like by the door. Right. I have like the little chest there at the end um, against the wall. And I'm, I'm hearing that. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like a cow hoof or a raw hide. Or yeah, we do like the, the beef uh, hides. And then he also does uh, pork skin rolls. I know we have all sorts of, I got bully sticks. I got everything for these dogs. Uh, fish skins dried out. It doesn't sound like any of that. There's just something about it that's off. So I'm looking at Mr. Sith. I'm like, what's that sound? He goes, what? Because that's always when you talk to Mr. Sith, he looks at you like, huh? Like he just woke up on earth. And I'm like, what's that sound? What's what sound? The sound of Buster. Like, what the fuck is he chewing on right now? It doesn't sound like anything that is familiar to me. And then like 20 seconds later, even though he's like literally fucking inches from him, he goes, no. I go, what was he chewing? He's chewing the corner of the chest. Now, mind you, this isn't a big fancy chest, okay? This is a cheap chest that his mom and dad had at the house. His dad is deceased. And it came with him, I think, because it had memories. And I'll be honest with you. It was like cheap ass, like uh, that pressed, compressed particle board with like brass on it and a dirty ass top. And I'm like, yeah, I can't keep this, but I can like upcycle it. Um, and he never says no to me. So Mr. Sith is awesome with that. So I wound up painting it with like Annie Sloan chalk paint. I did like my Louis blue and waxed it and replaced all the brass with um, like French country, you know, uh, antiqued white stuff. And, and then I redid the top. I tore the top off and it had like a little lip around it, uh, like a seat bench, but it had like a lip. I took the lip off and then I foam rubbered it and um, used a really nice silk on it. And uh, it looks gorgeous. I love it. Uh, but now the corner of it is completely chewed down to the portable ball board. I'm like the little edge of it on the bottom. I'm like, awesome. Thanks, Buster. Fucking thanks. Um, one thing in the house I like, like now and, uh, you chew it sweet. Love it. Excuse me. I just had like a burp. So let me drink some more anyway. So now let me talk to you about homeschool. So I was reading this. I was on Facebook and I'm looking into different programs and stuff like that. And one of the 
programs I was looking into is like Mia Academy or something like that. I think it's Mia Academy. I don't know. But I'm always looking at different programs and stuff like that to see if they they work for us. Because obviously we're going to be utilizing, I utilize a website right now, an educational website where I can print out worksheets and all of that and uh, have that stuff ready to go um, so that he's always got stuff to do. I mean, I don't have to like completely fabricate a lesson plan. That stuff's already out there. If you know, it costs us like $12.99 for the year. So like, why not? Got all that done. I'm looking at me Academy and they said something about, you know, what, what, a, you know, it was like one of those, you know, let's see how many people we can get to type on this post for, you know, I'm like, Hey, kudos to you. This is a good one. But one of the um, ants uh, questions they had posted was along the lines of, um, do you think it's still the old adage that homeschoolers are socially inept is a, is a thing? And um, here's me. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, we do more now. Like, I mean, he's at a gymnastics place, so he's in gymnastics. He has a, a, a co-op that we also registered for next year. Next year, he is also joining a, um, a drop-off. Um, a Friday drop-off at one of the local Lutheran schools um, is opening their Friday fun program uh, K through two. So I'll get one year out of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, for discounted tuition for homeschoolers to come on Friday. So we get to drop them off and they get to hang out like in a class and do and what they are focusing on on Fridays for that year. Um, this year coming the 23-24 school year. Uh, is going to be patriotism and the U.S. And I was like, sweet. Um, and I like the principle there and everything. So I'm like, this is going to be awesome. I think it'll be really nice for both the kids that are attending the school regularly and for the homeschoolers who will be coming in on Friday. So I'm like, well, that's cool. So he's got something to do. Basically, uh, Wednesday, he'll be in uh, Learning Tree Co-op. Thursday, he's got Scouts. Friday, he'll have um, Holy Cross. And then Saturday is like our day to do stuff. And that, so we'll be out doing stuff as family. Sunday is parkour. So he's got gym basically that day. Um, and uh, I'll be doing, you know, we do our, our Christian studies in the morning. And then Monday and Tuesday is regular homeschool. And I homeschool year round. Uh, we lighten the load a little bit, so I'll just have a couple worksheets to keep them fresh and definite reading every day. That's a busy week. And I'm not into like driving my kid around to like 15 sports. Like I have tons of people who are like, oh, I drive them. Hey, if you want to do that, that's great. But I don't want to also hear those moms bitch about how they can never do anything and they have no time to themselves. You fucking signed them up for all the shit. You paid for it all. It's not like they paid for the program themselves. You're the one organizing that. So if it's too much, then sometimes you have to say, this is a lot. It's stressful to have your kids go from one place to another place, to this place, to that place. They're not eating till 7, 7.30. They're, they're, they don't get home till 8, 8.30. They're not going to bed till 9.30, 10 o'clock. Kids, especially Pete's age, need on average like 10 hours of sleep. And then there's people who are like, oh, my kids go to bed about 10. And I'm like, what time do they wake up? 
I guess I'm just not used to that because Peter's always been a good sleeper, even since he was an infant. So, but I was also very focused on making sure he slept. I did not co-sleep or anything. I don't care about co-sleeping. If you want to do that, that's great. But if I had a fucking dollar for everybody who co-slept, who then a year and a half later in the mommy groups posted, how do I get my, my kid out of my bed and into their bed? Um, put them there in the first place. Just say it. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong. I slept many nights in, you know, the chair I bought with the rocking ottoman, um, just so that I can like fucking stare at him while he was sleeping like moms do and be available if, you know, without waking up Mr. Sith, like to breastfeed and whatnot. But he always slept in his room, period. And he still still sleeps in his room. And there is no, like, he'll jack around sometimes and be like, you know, it takes him 20 minutes to brush his fucking teeth. But I think that's just kids. But my deal is, is if you go to bed at 830 and you're still fucking around at nine o'clock, I'm taking time out of your schedule because this is my time. This is Mr. Sit's time. This is mommy and daddy's time. Your time's over. You need to go to bed and we'll see your ass in the morning. He also gets up at like, well, he used to get up at like 5, 5.30, like no joke. I used to be like, damn. Because um, I, sometimes I don't go to sleep till three o'clock. But he lately has been getting up around um, 7, 7.38, between 7 and 8, conservatively. Um, so that's reasonable. Um, I could deal with that. At least then I get, you know, an hour, hour and a half to myself. Uh, which is what I do because I force myself up. If I get up at five o'clock, I know I'm not going back to bed, but I know if I do go back to bed, I'm just going to sit there like an idiot and think about whether or not I think I'm going to go back to sleep before seven o'clock. You're not Denise. So this is what I do. I get the hell up and I set the bed and I start getting ready and I come downstairs and I do like my journal and I do my devotional and I just like have my time so that by the time he gets up, I'm like together. Because if not, I'm always running on borrowed time. Well, you're doing this. Maybe I should do this. You know, I've been doing Duolingo Italian for 269 days or something like that. It's like a long streak. I'm almost, I started in June, so I'm almost there. Um and I've been doing it so that I can pick up as much Italian as I can while I'm there. And I, I think I'm doing fairly well. Like, I cannot speak conversationally. I don't even think this program is set up for that. But I've now started using other programs and uh, my friend there in Rome to help me try to at least understand when people are talking to me. So, like, she started sending me, like, gifts or a meme or some sort of, you know, little inspirational you know, photo and be like, translate, tell me what this means. And so I have to look at it and kind of pick it apart the pieces. Um, it's only repetition that you know this stuff, guys. So it's like, I want to keep, you know, hammering into it. So I would start doing that. But then I think like a lot of people feel like, well, you know what? You can easily Google translate that shit. So she, uh, couple days ago, yesterday, I'm not even really sure. She sent me a voice message. It was a video. And she was like, translate. 
And then I was like, oh, oh, here we go. Listen, listen, listen. And so she started speaking to me on the video in Italian. And some of the words I could not get at all. And she wasn't talking fast. She was actually, I think she slowed it down for me. Um, but I told her from what I can get from it, you're basically saying that like everyone is looking forward to seeing us and getting to see everybody 40 days from now um, when everyone is together here, basically when we see them in Rome uh, and kiss, kiss at the end. And uh, she was like, brava, Denise. And I was like, yes getting there because that's how you really know you don't really need to speak conversational any language but if you know the basic words and that that you know you're going to learn all the time and you're in a conversation or what i call a directional conversation you've stopped with someone you're ordering something you're looking for directions you're asking about something you're ordering something those are all conversational. And I feel that if you have little words, the main words, your nouns, right? And your your adjectives, that you'll be able to at least understand if someone is speaking to you. If they say those words, you can have a, you know, a general idea of what they have spoken to you about. If you see a sign or you see a menu and you understand that Pomodoro is, you know, a tomato and chipoli is an onion and pani is bread. And, and you have to like, for me, I cannot stand a warm drink <laughs> and I'm going to Europe. They are not big ice people, especially in Italy. So you have to ask for ice, which is jacko. So I'm like, okay, I have to make sure I'm remembering that jacka is ice. And so that, you know, you know, Jaka, por favor, you know, <laughs> just make sure I need it and everything um, and stuff like that. And I feel like I've always had this concept of language when I've traveled and it's always gotten me by well. I'm a little nervous about Slovakia. I used to speak pretty damn good Slovak, like almost conversational. Um and if people spoke to me slowly, I could understand. But I will tell you right now, I think I'm going to struggle. I think I'm going to struggle struggle in Slovakia, which is a problem because we are actually going there um, and we're going to stay overnight with his cousin, Veronica, and her family and, you know, have a dinner there and blah, 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 so that we don't have to rush and we can all take our times and sleep there. And then just basically we'll, you know, wind up back in Bratislava, probably have breakfast, look around a little bit more with Pete, and then uh, take the train back to Vienna. Let me tell you, I'm just super nervous. I have to reach out to a few of my friends there um, to see if they want to have coffee or breakfast together. Um, I'm I think it's a, it's going to be a Monday, so it might be hard. So I don't know if that's going to work, but I'll reach out nonetheless, um, because why not? You know, you're only there, you only live once. So see everybody that you possibly can. Okay, what else is going on? Um, oh, the homeschool story. <laughs> ah, good luck. Oh my God, I need another sip. Mm -mm 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 -mm. If you guys have never made Undel Gona coffee. So number one, 
I'm pretty bougie about my coffee, but you need to have a really good organic, good quality um, instant coffee. I know a lot of people don't like instant coffee, but I'm telling you, if you get a good quality one, it's good. I have one that is an organic one and I just get it at my regular store and I love it. And it's literally, it's the way I make it because I have a tall glass, but I do, it's it's even, right? It's like two, two, two. That's how I remember. It's two tablespoons of instant coffee, two tablespoons of coconut sugar, and two tablespoons of hot water. And I literally just use hot water out of the tap because our tap gets so freaking hot. It's like scalding. So I just do that. And then you just give it a little swirl in the cup and then you get one of those power, you know, electric whisks. I have like nine of them, but I'll use the electric whisk and you just put it in there and get it. And it literally will get thick, like a thick whipped cream. So basically you've got sweetened coffee whipped cream. And then I fill the glass up with ice and um, pour in, um, I have the almond cow, so I make my own nut milk. But I always use, um, I make what they call cocoa cash milk, which is coconut and cashew. And then I add um, dates. Uh, yeah, I'm like what? Yeah, I add dates and just a little salt for like an emulsifier, kind of bring all the flavors together. Um, and it's super yummy. So I have my like Coco Cash Delgano, Delgona coffee. Very yummy. Um, but it's thick. It's like having a shake. It's like a little treat for me. Um, so that was my coffee, the homeschool thing. So everybody on this Mia Academy or whatever it was, I'm pretty sure it's Mia Academy. It's, it's irregardless. I'm not getting it this year. Um, but they were all talking like about this question that they had posed. Do you think homeschoolers are kind of like recluse, awkward, weird, socially inept people? And the comments were surprising and alarming. Okay. First off, there are so many fucking trolls on the internet. These people, I don't know what you fucking do. If you are somebody who is commenting nasty, horrible things on the internet and you don't have a job, you need to sit with yourselves and direct that energy towards some positive shit. Because if you, you could rule the world. Because if you can have so much like energy towards just being a negative asshole, if that actually just get pushed into the bright light a little bit, you could be amazeballs at what you do. I'm just saying. Um, like, fucking wow. So somebody immediately said, and this is the first comment, I, it made me laugh in a way because I was like, wow, this person has some serious personal issues and I'm guessing that it's self-reflected because it was way too fucking deep and dark. But it was, you know, homeschooling is horrible. It's for, you know, an opportunity to have two adult people groom and mold the child in isolation so they could be sexual predators. Here's me. Okay. Like, wow. We went from zero to negative fucking 5,000 in two fucking sentences. I'm like, what? Where did this come from? I'm guessing it's something completely internal. 
okay, that something happened in this person's life, which is horrible if that did, but you just don't come up with that kind of shit, like off the top of your head. That's like personal experience you're leaning on in that comment. But I thought to myself, you know, it's so strange because I pulled my son out of school for just the opposite reason, because I want him to be home and be a free thinker. And I want to encourage and push him into entrepreneurship and engineering and his own ideas and creativity and maintaining play and innocence. I don't send him to school because I'm not interested in him having to be, you know, sexually choose sexual pronouns in kindergarten and first grade, because I don't want him to be told that he has to believe these things, even though they're things that we as parents who are responsible for raising children don't want them to do. I mean, it's just going to be a personal opinion that you may either agree or disagree with, but Again, it's irrelevant because it's my podcast and it's just my opinion. It has nothing to do with what you believe in. You may have a different opinion and that's totally okay. Um, if we don't have to fight about it. All we have to be is like, cool, that's your opinion. I'm just going to now speak mine. And that is, I feel if you have other people molding your children into believing that it's okay to choose sexes at a time when they're still losing teeth. Um, just, just saying, right. And if you believe in the fairy, you know, the, the tooth fairy, you should be believing in the tooth fairy and Santa Claus, not worrying about whether or not you're a boy or a girl, because like, that's already been like kind of assigned by God when you were born. Um, and I feel like, okay. Um, I don't really care if somebody else feels that they are different. I'm trying to tiptoe around this to be nice, but there really is no way. I mean, it's, it's not, not being nice. I just, I disagree with people forcing sexual assignment on children. I don't think children should have anything to do with anything sexual. Um, I think that when you are the, 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 the entire definition of child is to nurture and foster creativity and wonder and imagination. And um, if you're just laying all of this heavy world shit on, on them, you're not doing your job as a parent. You're doing your job as a community activist. And I don't want to be a community activist in my home. I want to be a parent. I want to guide them and raise them to be a proper human, to respect other people. And I think that was pretty respectful the way I said that. Um, so I don't want someone else essentially being, it's okay to do these other things. There are things in school that I've talked about in the past about books that are in the libraries and grammar schools and high schools that are grooming kids to be basically a huge target for people. And um, I don't have those books at my house, so I don't have to worry about it. There's that. Um, and then another comment was um, homeschool kids, like they don't do anything and they never go out. And I just thought to myself, okay, we just got out of a pandemic. 
So I think people's like ideas of getting out are a little skewed right now. I think people think they get out, but they don't get out. This is my inner conflict with friends and other mama friends and stuff is that they want to do stuff. I feel like I have other moms that want to do stuff, but they are stuck in this employment rut or comfortable rut of being in their home for two years. And it just psychologically is not panning out to be what they are saying they would like it to be. Does that make sense? Like I've literally had people um, not come to my, here, let's just put it this way. I have a fucking pool. When I was a kid, if you had a pool, I was at your fucking house. If we were friends, period. Okay. And if we got an invitation, we were coming. We were coming. Sometimes we wait at the end of your block because you said to be there at like 11 o'clock and it's 1050. Can we come early? Is it too early? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have a pool and I think we've had two or three guests come in the six years we've been here. I kid you not. I'm like, fuck, nobody likes to swim anymore. Oh, it's too cold. The pool's like 70 fucking degrees, 78 degrees. How fucking hot do you want it? I don't want to swim in a bathtub. It's fucking 90 degrees outside. I want to get in the water and be fucking cool and refreshed. I don't have a heater. I have a solar heater, which works really good. And this year we're getting the other cover on it. So I guess we can keep it at 82 so that every and 84 so everybody will stop bitching and fucking moaning about how cold it is. And I'm like, really? I'm in it every fucking day. I think it's fabulous. And I bet you I know who's going who's gonna to join me every day this year. Yeah, Buster the puppy. That's who's going to be in there. My little fucking water dog's going to be in there every day with me. Don't care. That's what I'm doing. Um, But I thought that was odd that people would think that, like, homeschoolers don't do anything. Like, we do stuff. Like, we do stuff. But we do... I guess the difference is, is I feel that, and this is my personal opinion in my mindset, okay? You may not be this way. I feel a majority of people who have their children in school, okay, that you feel like you, and this is why we've gotten into the trouble we have in schools in America, okay, and all over the country, okay, so, um, is that we drop our kids off and it's just like good luck teach them everything and then you just want to like cook them meals and like get them dressed and shit and and it's we've lost this contact of parenting versus like intentional parenting so everybody if you have kids I'm I'm hoping you're parenting right that's not always the case either but most people who are parents parent but I found that once I started homeschooling, that I felt that I started intentional parenting. I was being intentional in what I was doing with Peter. I was being intentional about what I wanted him to learn. So because I'm putting this human out into the world, you take more responsibility for their actions because, you know, it, I... I'll tell you, I'll never be that mom. And my mom never was that mom who will just be like all over the fucking teachers because their kid didn't get something. 
like some of the shit that that my teacher friends have told me that parents have told them about their kids, like the teachers are wrong. Oh, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. That is like, that's why kids are fucking nuts right now. Okay. Why they're depressed and have a high suicide rate because we have stopped parenting, intentional parenting. Okay. We have stopped laying the law. We have stopped giving them a schedule. We have stopped structuring their lives. That's what they need. That's what they, it doesn't matter. They, they want that and they need it no matter what they're telling you. And doing that, I feel that with Peter that I'm creating and developing a future, like contributing adult to society. You know what I mean? I'm not raised, I don't want to be like, you know, I mean, just think about this. There, do you ever like meet a guy or a girl and you're just like, God, they're like in their fucking thirties and they're like total fucking jerk offs. We all know that person or we know someone like that. Okay. They have parents. What did their parents do that they're such assholes? Think about that because that's where it came from. And I don't want to put out an asshole. <laughs> I want to put out a valid, like contributing faith-believing child. I want to make that child an adult that is then going to pass those same ethics and, you know, beliefs on to his family, hopefully. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, I, you know, once it's out of my house, I got no control over that. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I can't think of anything else right now. So I'm going to wrap up this coffee talk. Again, we are getting ready for the YouTube stuff on the trip to Europe. It is in less than 40 days. Crazy town. And uh, I'm super excited. And we're going to do a ton of stuff. We'll be doing shorts. And then we'll go ahead and um, come home and edit and do um, like bigger videos when we get home. Because uh, we don't want to bring all the editing stuff with us. Um, we want Mr. Sith to have a vacation as well. But um, we will be doing shorts that aren't as fluffy, I guess to say. And Peter actually will be doing, he is 100% totally in on his channel, which is going to be Peter Productions. He already has a logo. And um, he was going to be doing short bits on YouTube called What Will Peter Eat? This is what he came up with. He came up with Peter Productions. He came up with his logo and he came up with his shorts title. So we're going to be going ahead and making um, a little logo for his What Would Peter Eat and all that so that he could put those little shorts together while we're traveling and bring you guys along for the fun. And um, I think it'd be great. So go ahead over to YouTube. He'll be attached to my channel, uh, which is Denise Sith or Finding Calm in the Chaos on YouTube. Subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. Until, uh, I know we're flipping where this is the last one of the month. Whoop, whoop. So I'll do one next week. So I'll see you next week for our regular Wednesday episode of Finding Calm the Chaos. And then I'll also be doing a Saturday coffee talk. And then we're back to every other week. Until next time, lead with kindness, guys. Happy Saturday. Thank you, my friends. 
I am very appreciative for you taking time in your day to listen to this special edition of Coffee Talk. Don't miss out on the next episodes of Finding Calm in the Chaos. Hit the subscribe button. That ensures you don't miss an episode and let you know when we're having the next Coffee Talk. Until next time, lead with kindness.